to you. How, how's it going? What, what are we doing here today? Well, it's great to be sitting here with you on the beach. You're going to put some beach sound effects in here, I assume. Can you hear those lovely waves and seagulls? Can you feel the grit of sand between your fingers and toes? Yep, and the, the hot beach babes wandering down the beach. What do they sound like? They sound like people fawning over podcast celebrities on the beach. Mm. Are you drinking already? Um, I had a couple sips because I was waiting for you. Yeah, I had a sip too. Yeah, so, uh, we're, we're, as with the last uh, special episode, we're recording a beverage here on the last day of the year. <laughs> it's accurate. We're recording a beverage? Is that what you said? We made a beverage to celebrate this recording. That's what I said. Yes, this is another beverage-based holiday special. Yeah. For our friends. None of whom are listeners. <laughs> or they wouldn't be friends. Probably not. So, so Hugh, what sort of magical drink do, we, what, do you make today? Well, this week, it was your turn to concoct a unique... Project A plus spin on a favorite beverage. As our as our, our third consecutive holiday special. But our second beverage based holiday special. Yeah, which holiday are we celebrating now, Hugh? Just the holidays in general. It's it's post Christmas. It's not, it's not. We're spe- celebrating a specific holiday here. You wanna know what it is? What? It's Project A plus day, the day where the the season finally comes to a close. It's mm. the end of season two. That's right. And then next week there'll be season three. So how are we going to celebrate? What are, what are we doing to celebrate this end-of-season spectacular You, What what could be more in the spirit of this shitty podcast that no one listens to? Yes, yes. In the spirit of terrible podcasts everywhere, we will be engaging in the uh, obscene list-making that accompanies the end of any decade. But what, what is going to be different between our list-making and their list-making? You? Well, instead of merely listing off, say, the top 10 or the top 25 best films of the decade or the top 100 or top 200 yeah or even the one that was the top all the films released in america <laughs> yeah over the past decade what are we, what are we gonna do we're, we're somewhere in between so we're doing we're doing 268 films the top 268 films mm. and the reason it's 268 films is because i only watched 268 films in the last decade that were from that decade i watched some number which is between 345 and 360 depending on what you count as a movie yes so the person who watched the lesser number of contemporary films in the decade wins in this case yes it just is just as it will happen at the end of the next decade yes so 268 the top 268 films it's not really so in my case it's certainly not the top 268 films of the decade so much as these are all the films I've watched in order of preference. But it is my top 268 films. And additionally, I will be supplementing it with my bottom 10 films. Yes, because we would not want the listeners to miss out on what you consider the true stinkers of the decade. And I assume that some overlap between my bottom 10 films and your bottom 10 or so films will be there. Indeed. Indeed. Anyway, we should ex- explain again because mm. I think we dropped the thread, what we're drinking. So, you devised our wonderful little uh, holiday cocktail beverage that we drank on the last proper episode, not the 600 ground episode. But I don't even know if you always it or not. I did not. Why not? Because it was, wasn't <laughs> you good. Motherfucker, you, you, you deprived our fans of a, <laughs> of a beautiful holiday gift. The beautiful holiday gift was the, the, the um, Christmas special. Uh, you're a monster. 
I didn't even listen watched, to it, to be honest. I was watched, like, I'm, watched, I'm fucking, done with this. This is enough. <laughs> we watched we watched fucking six in a round for no reason. Uh, I hate you. Maybe we, yeah, so we should, maybe we should explain that to the listeners. We, uh, we no, 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 no more, no more, no more. We're not going to talk about it again. All right. I'm too angry. All right. Um, yeah, so, so Hunter, what drink have you made for us today to enjoy on the beach? So, uh, because we are relaxed on the beach right now, uh, in keeping with our, us taking the holidays off, unfortunately we have to go back to our real lives tomorrow, which is actually not true. I actually am not working tomorrow. Me either. But I am, I mean, I'm working, in, well, you never work, but I'm working in this, I'm going to work on my thesis all day, so. I'm going to edit the podcast all day. Yeah, so we both are in for arduous and miserable <laughs> task of editing, editing our, our voices. <laughs> um, but I made, I decided to throw together something that Hugh, a trick that Hugh had never heard of before, which is a daiquiri, a frozen daiquiri to be exact. I'd heard of a daiquiri. And I didn't know what it was, but I, I don't think I was familiar mm. with a frozen daiquiri. Oh, daiquiri is a rum-based cocktail. Typically, it has triple sec, but I made my own variation on this daiquiri, keeping with Hugh's invention of his um, horrible Hot buttered butter. rum beverage yeah. last week. So I, I, what we have for you today is a blood orange ginger beer daiquiri. Wow. What that consists of is some ice... Some blood orange, Eagle Parts blood orange and ginger beer. Some lime juice. I'll blend it together with some rum. And we're drinking it. You what do you what do you have you have you taken a should we take a should we take a long sip of this drink? Yeah, let's do it now. Okay. So did I did I did I hit it out of the park? Is that appropriately beachy? It's not bad. Yeah. The good thing is, yeah. like, you didn't add any extra sugar to this. No, I really thought about it, but I think the the sort of bitterness works. I, yeah, I, I prefer that that tang to something yeah. overly sweet, so I quite like it. Yeah. It's good. The first the first sip I had, I was a little worried because it was like way too bitter. Mm. But I don't I don't know what I was drinking at that point because the rest of it has been very tasty. It's good. It's just just right. I think the sweetness is 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 just at the right level. Well, I came off with this recipe off the top of my head without even testing it at all, so I'm glad that it worked out. Whereas I went through numerous iterations of my hot potted rum disaster. <laughs> and yours was worse than this is, so. Now, I think, I think the listeners are tantalized by our reaction to this drink, and they would like to know specifically how to make it themselves. Mm. So, what are you going to do? Take three and... Uh, I'm sorry. Three-fourths a cup of ice. Do you want me to give you the mills to translate... For our transatlantic no. listeners, no, no, no. All right, fine. So three fourths a cup of ice. Put that in a blender. Then you're gonna add three ounces, or however many disgusting. What is it? What is that in ml? Ah, uh, eighty-eight mils. So eighty-eight mils, or three ounces of blood orange juice. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to add two and one half ounces of rum, which is seventy-three mils. Then you're gonna add one and a half ounces of lime juice, which I say which two. is forty-four mils. Okay, and you're gonna blend that all together. You're going to take a glass. You're gonna add three ounces, or I've already forgot how many how many mLs that is of eighty-eight mils. Eighty-eight mils of ginger beer into this glass. Ginger beer that you've cooled in the in the freezer about an hour beforehand to get it nice and cold. 
Sound good? Mm-hmm. Then, blend it all together. You take the blood orange rum ice lime mixture that you blended together. You're gonna pour that into your glass. Mix it. Give it a little stir. Finally, you're gonna garnish it with a slice of blood orange and a slice of lime, and then you're gonna drink. And that's the exact cocktail. So there's a little bit of controversy in the uh, preparation for this on my end, in that I didn't really have a blender. I had a mini food processor, which you're not really supposed to use to crush ice because it can damage the blades. So what I ended up doing is I, I made ice cubes, I put them in a plastic bag, I pounded them in a mortar and pestle, so to make sort of preliminary crushed ice, and then I put that into the mini food processor so it wouldn't be as harsh on the blades mm. and then I pulsed it a few times and then it stopped making a noise and I was like maybe I've pulsed it too much and yes indeed there is no textural remnant of there ever being ice in this drink <laughs> so you have a you have a normal daiquiri then well I have <laughs> yes. a blood orange I have a frozen daiquiri I dropped an ice cube in it at the end just to make up for it I think it worse to, to, to fucking throw it in my face even more. Um, I mean, it may have had some ice for a brief moment before it melted or something. I don't know. But I will say that um, the frozen ginger beer, the bottle of ginger beer that I put in the freezer, had the right texture because it actually started to freeze. And it wasn't pouring. I was like, oh, shit, is this frozen out? But um, it came out of it. Yeah, that's how you put it in for an hour. It, it, it becomes like a slushy. Yeah, it has a slushy texture briefly. But yeah. There you go. But I would say be wary when you're putting the, the ginger beer in the freezer. Yeah, just do it first. It had to be very right on the money. Yeah. With that. I wouldn't go beyond an hour. And I, no, you could even either. go a bit earlier. Especially if you're using like a thing that comes in a glass bottle. So this is, this is literally the 268 films that I've seen in the decade in, in order of preference. But for Hunter, the last 10 of his 268 are in fact the very bottom of his longer list of films mm. that he's seen in the decade. So we were replacing yes. whatever would have actually been his 259 to, through 268 with mm. what are his very bottom, just so we have a similar bottom and top situation yes. going on. Yes, um, yes we're going to do that. And we should preface this also by saying there's one film that both of us watch that is actually a film that we're going to excise because we're going to talk about it in depth the next week. Indeed. Which is Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all the Star Wars movies. We're going to rank them. We're going to do two rankings in a row. How's that sounding? Sounds amazing. So, let's do it. I apologize for the sound of a plane flying over this beach, apparently. You should, you should shoot down the plane. But that fits. I feel like that's, that's a fine background noise. Yeah. Although, I think it's a lawnmower, actually. <laughs> that's, that's, less, that's less fitting. <laughs> it's the grass leading up to the beach. You, know, you can hear some idiot mowing his lawn. Hey, let's do it.
Let's dive so, right in. You, you want me to start or do you want to start? You can start. <clears throat> you want me to start with the what I consider the worst of all the films that I watched in the last decade? Yes, yes, yes. Alright. <clears throat> and presumably I'll, I'll have watched this film. Maybe not, though. Uh, yeah, you have watched this film. Mm, okay, what is it? It's a film that uh, we've covered on an early episode of this podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that film is 2016's <laughs> Special Correspondence. Uh, I gotta be honest with you, that, uh, that movie fell in that gray period between my worst and my favorites, so... Mm. Well, it's, it's, my, it's my very bottom. There are certainly a lot of other contenders that could have been the bottom, mm. but there is a special quality that I think Special Correspondence possesses. Mm. And by special, I mean not special, really bad quality, or badly special, or especially bad. Mm. But especially bad, especially bad. Within hey, it's bad, we get it. It's bad. Um, but there is something like particularly lazy about the film that makes me sort of hate it in a way mm. that I don't hate some of the other films. And there's The there's laziness... Does not that makes it makes it less hateable to me to be honest. But there is like there is a quality about some of the other worst films that I'm going to list off shortly, mm. that makes them like interesting to watch. Like there's a, a curiosity factor. Like wow, that's such a bad decision that this is kind of fascinating in mm. a way. Or you get some secondhand pleasure that's unintended by the filmmakers, but which leads to some modicum of enjoyment. Mm. And I think Special Correspondence lacks any of that. So that's why it is my Stone Cold Bottom. Mm. What is your worst of the decade? My worst of the decade is a film that I watched on a plane and that every moment when I was watching it, 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 it sort of forced me to have an existential dilemma about my life. Why was I watching this film? What am I doing to myself to waste time with such garbage? It made me Think about the fact that movies are meaningless. Made me reconsider everything that I had lived up to that point. In that way, it's a great film. In another way, it's a terrible film. In that way is the the film that exists on the screen, which is a terrible, incompetent, sort of uh, half-hearted attempt to ape Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. That's right, it is uh, whatever year it came out... <laughs> Uh, 2000 and... Maybe it was 16, too. Let's see. Yep, 2016's Suicide Squad. Mmm! is one of I the... I have not seen. One, the, possibly the least pleasant experience I've ever had watching a movie. It is devoid of pleasure. Devoid of a single striking thing about it. And the fact that it exists is an insult both to myself personally, to the people who watch it, to the people who made it, and also, finally, to filmmaking in general. And <laughs> that you can say what you want about Marvel films, but at least they're, they know what their audience wants. Uh, and this film is, like, like dying. <laughs> so. Cool. Yes, Suicide Squad. What is your um, 257 or 267th favorite film of the year? 
Uh, <laughs> favorite film of the decade. Oh yeah, sorry. So technically, it is my two hundred sixty seventh favorite film of the, of the decade. That is true, mm. unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that film is a film we've discussed uh, previously at some mm. in some detail. Mm. And it is the film Lady in the Trap from two thousand nineteen. We've 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 gone into why we hate this movie so Indeed. much already. We don't Indeed. have to you know, litigate this. So, my enough said. my next film is another movie we've talked about in depth about how much we hated it. Another film that we devoted an entire episode to ragging on its terribleness. And it's a, a, again another big budget superhero film. It is the god awful movie Deadpool Two. Mm. <laughs> which is another film that, as far as I can tell, has no redeeming facets. Um I don't have anything else to say besides that. It's another profound waste of time. Lacks a single interesting idea. It's not even a fun film to hate because it seems to anticipate your hatred mm-hmm. and make fun of itself in advance. It is an exhausting and truly demoralizing film. I hate everyone who was involved with it. And uh, it is the second worst film that I've, maybe the second worst film I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Well, um, fittingly, my 266th favorite film of the decade <laughs> is Deadpool 2. I almost had that mm. in the place of Lady in the Tramp. Um, I'm not quite sure I even agree with the ranking that I assembled, but it's it's pretty touch and go between those two. Um, I, I, I agree with you, obviously, but I think the thing that, that annoys me most about Deadpool 2 is the... The tone of smugness, the fact mm. that it thinks it's yeah, so I agree. great. I agree. Anyway. My third least favorite film of the decade, Hugh, is another film that we have not talked about on the podcast, but a film that we goaded, I goaded you into watching. Wow. Yeah. It is one of the most racist films I've seen. It has one moment of pure, unintentional comedy. The rest of it is... Simply awful. It is Sean Penn's The Last Face. <laughs> so because we haven't really talked about it on the podcast, maybe just quickly explain what it is, what the um, premise is. The premise is it's it's about some European doctors in Africa. What part of Africa? I don't think it tells you. Uh, and they <laughs> live their lives. They operate it's like on people. It's like saying it's set in They Europe. have adventures. There's no, there, there are basically no African characters in this movie. There's like one doctor. It's just a very. Uh, There's certainly no African characters. Yes, yes. Um, most of the Africans there are, Af- are just some African people. They're either in people this film. being hurt or people doing the hurting. Mm. Uh, this is a film that is basically, you know, rich people charity. The movie. Um, it has a hilarious sex scene. Uh, set to a uh, what starts as an instrumental version, an orchestral yes, <laughs> arrangement, yes, thank you. or orchestral arrangement of the Red Hot Chili Peppers' "Grace," other side, which 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 segues seamlessly into the uh, uh, actual version of it. Uh, just an amazing coup de cinema, uh, and also was directed by someone who was a domestic abuser. So you know. So, fuck you, Sean Penn. Your movie is terrible, and I hate you. What's your uh, 265th favorite, most favorite film of the day? 
Well, it just happens to be a little film from 2016, <laughs> directed by Sean Penn. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> That's two in a row where I've rated something slightly lower than you did. The reason The Last Face is not the very bottom of my list is because it has some um, ability to generate pleasure at its own expense, whereas mm. films like Special Correspondence and Deadpool 2 don't. Hmm. Moving on. Right. What's your whatever my, we're up to? My <laughs> fourth least favorite film of the decade is has one thing in common with my least favorite film of the decade that it was directed by the same man, and something in common with my third least favorite film of the decade, which is that it <laughs> involved the creative talents of a known um, sexual um, uh, abuser, which is uh, Will Smith's. Netflix blockbuster, Bright. Uh, a movie that I'm struggling to recall even now, but it is just a racist, um, sort of boring urban fantasy movie that uh, just it's just so it's both lazy and god awful. So truly wretched film. Very glad I didn't watch that. <laughs> Uh, and and if I if I concluded my last uh, entry by saying fuck you Sean Penn, uh, fuck you Max Landis. So, <laughs> okay. What's uh, what about you? My two hundred sixty fourth favorite film of the decade is mm. Judd Apatow's This Is Forty, mm. which we did for the podcast, right? We did, so we don't have to go too much into it. Well, you no. you know something funny? Mm-hmm. My fifth least favorite film of the decade is Jet Aptals This Is 40. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> uh, a deeply unfunny, narcissistic um, horror show. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. Yep. Well, that is a- approximately five hours long. <laughs> and <laughs> devoid of anything that resembles charm. So, yeah, the way... The way- the way I square it is, it's actually five hours long, but it felt like about 40 hours long. <laughs> I think yeah, that's sure. true. Sure, sure, sure. God, are you, are, we're going to do a Jet Avatar's next film on the podcast, right? Of course. <laughs> Pete Davidson's story. It's written in the stars. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot about what it was <laughs> about. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's distressing to me, like, how um, handsome he seems to be among, like, um, famous actresses. <laughs> he seems so repulsive. I don't understand it. Anyway. So, Hugh, what's your next uh, least favorite, not, best favorite so, film? So, the way I compiled this list, just for full disclosure, is that I exported it from the movie logging site letterboxd mm-hmm. and then i gave like every individual film like a, a a decimal rating so it would distinguish between all the 3.5 star movies that i'd logged on letterbox for example and um and then i ordered it by you know numerically descending order 
Yeah, yeah. And um, you kind of end up with a list that that surprises you in some ways because you make weird decisions at the time about one yeah. particular film, and you know. And I did some adjusting after the fact, but not a, not a great deal. So some of these things will, some of the listings that I'll list off will might surprise me, and may not even reflect how I consider two films in comparison to one another. But anyway, that'll be part of the fun. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so my next film is Schindler's List. <laughs> My uh, 263rd favourite film of the decade is uh, the movie Polar, which we've discussed extensively mm. on this yeah. podcast previously. Wow, so um, many, so many po- is, as every one of your least favourite films been on podcast episodes so far? Mm-hmm. Except, for the la- <laughs> except for the last phase. Yeah, that's the only exception. Which, but that was kind of that was kind of proto that, podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was like it, if if it, if we had talked about it like uh, a couple months after we watched it, it would have been a podcast episode. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so Polo, we, we know all about it. I forgot who directed it, whatever. <laughs> it's from 2019, okay. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now I'm going to give you my... Uh, uh, my uh, sixth least favorite film of the decade, which is another film that we did for the podcast, though. It's a film that you have not watched, but it's a film that you forced me to watch. <laughs> <laughs> which is the absolutely wretched... Uh, <laughs> Uh, indie uh, comedy drama uh, Captain Fantastic. I loathe this kind of film, and I loathe this film in particular. Uh, it's 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 like <laughs> it is a distinct lack of. Uh, it's like it's like there's something I find so displeasurable about this particular mode of filmmaking. And this is probably my least favorite example of it. So Captain Fantastic, fuck you, Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> I will say, like, if if you if you ran off that list and I hadn't seen any of your bottom <laughs> seven yeah. films or whatever we're up to, that uh, would be the least appealing to me. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. Um, so what is your bottom whatever film? Uh, my next one <laughs> is another <laughs> is film we covered Which on the number? podcast. We technically covered on the podcast, but it Which got number? asked. In uh, the early days, before we sort of settled <laughs> into a Black group. Panther. <laughs> exactly, it is Black Panther. No, it is the film we decided to pair with Black Panther, which is Duncan Jones's Netflix original film Mute. Mm, very interesting. His passion project, the film he wanted to make um, before he made Moon, which was his breakout debut film. Mm. But Mute is a bigger scale story, so he decided to. Make a better, let's, much let's better not, film. Let's not, let's not get into too much about these films. We, 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 we were talking about Mute already. We talked about it in our least favorite films of the decade. If you, or the, Did we? Yeah, of, no, of, 20, no, of, of last year, of 2018. All right, I guess we did. All right, Mute, there we go. Yeah. Well, um, my next film is a film that I'm not sure you've seen, but I know that I hate, which is uh, the second Sin City film, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. Uh, I don't really remember that much about it, but I remember we were in the theater and being very angry. <laughs> no, so, I haven't seen that. Uh, I just remember being really misogynistic um, and fuck, you, fuck Frank Miller. And um, it's just a film that is just trash. How did you see the first one? No. <laughs> Why did you see the sequel in cinema? Uh, my, my brother wanted to see it. Right, okay. So, Fair enough. And that's A Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. Okay. What's uh, your next one? Uh, number 261 is Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm. Talked about it on the podcast before. I was surprised at how bad it was even divorcing 
the problematic aspects of the film. So, that's so, why so you're, you're not so saying much. this is a, as a PC warrior. Well, I am as well, but mm. even just on an aesthetic level, I found I found it uh, bafflingly awful. Mm. Okay, you you ready to hear my seventh least favorite film of the decade? Uh, once you return to the microphone, perhaps. Is it better? I mean, not really. Are you still across the room? <laughs> what, a what are you doing? <laughs> Did you make more than your recipe called for? Or are no, you just drinking ginger beer? I'm, I'm going to mix ginger beer and blood orange juice together. Mm. And drink that. Alright, my seventh least favorite film of the decade, Hugh, is a, f- a film whose creator has been in the news, or two-thirds of the creative team behind this movie has been in the news recently. Um, uh, one of them is the director of a film we're going to talk about next week. And one of them is the writer behind the hit HBO show Watchmen. And it is uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, uh, just a reprehensible uh, bit of corporate bullshit. I hate the storytelling method that went into this film. I hate how lazily it is predicated on um, fan culture, and it's just a terrible, boring slog that says nothing, is nothing, uh, and sucks, and I hate it. That's Star Trek Into Darkness, Mm -hmm. one of my least favorite films. Number 260 for me is mm. um, Shane Black's The Predator. <laughs> Speaking oh. of Predators. I'm kind of surprised you hate this film as so much more than, than I do. There's yeah, another do. film that uh, does not exist for me, pretty much. Um, yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. Moving on. Yeah. All right. Um, my last two films are actually films that we've already talked about, so I can talk about them that quickly. My ninth least favorite film is a film that, uh, I don't even remember what number it was, but it was pretty close to your bottom, which was the recent reimagining slash um, remake of Lady and the Tramp. It's a god-awful fucking mess. Cool. Yep. My 259th favorite film of the decade mm-hmm. is uh, Martin Campbell's Edge of Darkness. <laughs> but it stars your favorite actor and it was made by the director of one of my favorite television shows of all time the original what, which, Edge of Darkness <laughs> Bob Peck well, I feel like we've talked about this before yeah desecrated the memory of the show so fuck it mm. are we out of your top 10 or are we still in your top 10 no I've oh, got 10. one more to do okay so what number what number did you just do that was 259 for me yeah I don't know uh, we must have gotten out of sync somehow no, no, this should be your last one. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah. then you'll do your 258, and then I'll do my 258. And then, right. and then, and then the rest of it is, okay. is So, my 10th least favorite film of the decade is a film that you just talked about, which is Duncan Jones's absolutely mesmerizingly bad mute, which <laughs> is bad. has a wacky pedophile. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Remember mute? I remember you vividly. <laughs> okay, so from here on out, our lists are uh, in sync. Yes. So they are both out. <laughs> but the quality is going to be funny, I think, between yours. You're still uh, going through the bottom of your list. And this is going to be like the, the sort of, not the middle, but, you know, the, the very uh, apathetic films of my list. <laughs> yes, so. yes. 
Um, so my my two hundred fifty eighth favorite film of the mm. decade is mm-hmm. Set It Up, a, a film we've also discussed in this podcast extensively. Mm. You know, a film I like thought it. about putting in my bottom ten, but I didn't at the end of the day. The film that led to the coining of the term woke screen, even though we technically didn't mm. coin that term, or that wasn't widely wait, we, used. Wait, we we didn't coin that term. No, I found evidence of someone using it on Twitter. Um, oh no. But like Wait, one before, person, and I'm not bef- sure the context before, was quite before, the same. Before or after we, uh, we uh, coined it? Before. Well, we can just say that we coined it. Yeah. That guy's not going to sue us for anything, so. Okay. So my 258th least favorite, or favorite film of the year, I guess I can choose either way, is A Very Harold and Kumar Christmas. <laughs> A uh, film that I don't remember anything about, <laughs> but I do remember that my brother and I got. Um, I can't remember the specific context. Eventually, we watched it. We were going to go see it at the theaters, but then we got busted because he was underage, mm. and we had to go buy tickets for something else. But I don't remember what movie we actually ended up seeing. No, we got a refund. Um, and so you didn't say Harold. <laughs> no, no, we, we eventually saw it. The memory of not seeing it is more memorable than the film itself, which I eventually saw on TV. <laughs> there's there's one scene where Danny Trejo is jerking off into the into it and in, in, onto the screen. That's all I remember about it. So that's it. Onto the screen, like into yeah, camera. Like it's, it's a it's a three D film. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the that only thing good. I remember. That's the only thing I remember. I'm not saying Hi. it's bad. But I'm saying that this is this is like a. For me, this is the middle of the pack. <laughs> yeah, right, right, fair enough. <clears throat> um, number 257 for me is mm. a film we've also discussed in this podcast extensively, the film Zoe. Mm, great film. Which I kind yeah. of enjoy now, so maybe it should be higher. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have one film that is objectively, by any metric, a bad film, mm. but a film that I have so much pleasure watching pretty high up, so... We'll talk about that yeah, like Zoe kind of falls into that category to some extent. <laughs> like it's it's pretty excruciating, but it's not the funniest like final moments of any film I've ever seen in my entire life. So yeah, well, I mean yeah. that's why it's not in my bottom ten, even though like it's. Oh yeah, it, well it let's could... let's move on. We talked we we talked about Zoe. Uh, my two hundred fifty seventh favorite film is a film that I remember nothing about, which is the Eighty. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw it with my dad and my brother. That's all I got. Cool. 256 for me is What If. I'm not sure what mm. that film is. I think it's the romantic <laughs> comedy with Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe and, and Zoe, Kazan. Um, Zoe Kazan. Zoe or Zoe? Zoe, Zoe Kazan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My 256 favorite film of the decade is The Nicolas Cage starring Season of the Witch, uh, which I also don't remember that much about, but which I remember that I went and saw it because my friend and I were going to go sneak in to see, um, what's that Natalie Portman ballerina movie? Black Widow. Black Swan? Black, Black Swan. Swan. Um, but then my friend chickened out and said we went and saw Season of the Witch. Mm. And I don't remember almost anything about it, except for that Nicolas Cage and, and Ron Perlman are in it. Okay. So, uh, your next, next choice for me is The Snowman, mm. which is 255 on my list. It's a good film. Talked about it before. Everyone knows about it. Yeah. My 255th favorite film of the decade is The Man from Uncle. Another Ooh. film that I remember almost nothing about. Uh, I watched it with my mom. And that's it. 
Man, that's pretty low. I think. I think it's. A, I think it's better than that. Well, we can we can disagree. It was not memorable to me. So sorry. It's not memorable exactly, but, <laughs> but it's, it's not, not bad. This is this is, my, this is this is not. These aren't bad films. I was. Yeah, I, I, I I eventually did it. Uh, I I was doing mine as tiers. This this falls in the C tier of films. Yeah, that's fair enough. So shut up. All right, two fifty four for me is the Book of Henry. Hmm. Bad film. We talked about it on the podcast. Yes, and everyone knows about it as well. Uh, two fifty four is a for me is a very famous film, uh, the winner of Best Picture two years ago, which is Guillermo del Toro's The Shape of Water. Uh, mm. Pretty uninteresting film. That's it. What is your two fifty four? My two fifty three. Thank you very much. Is the dirt. Yeah. Mm, the bad film that we talked about on the podcast. Indeed, <laughs> there's a theme here. <laughs> okay, uh, by fifty three is the James Franco featuring and directing film, The Disaster Artist, um, which I think Richard Brody put it best in his review when he said, "The Room is a better movie than this." <laughs> it's true, but this film isn't, isn't isn't a disaster. It's just not that interesting. So that's why it's in the middle of my, my list. On a related note, my 252 is Neil Breen's Twisted Pear. Mm. I think I talked about, so whatever. Yeah, I think you talked it's about It's Neil Breen, you know. My 252 is a film um, that we talked about on the podcast, or we're not going to talk about it. We talked about it pretty recently, actually, which is the Ongui-directed Will Smith starring Gemini Man. Uh, my 251 is Avengers Age of Ultron by mm. Josh... Josh... Josh. Josh. I am um, Josh Joss. Whedon. A great film. Uh, my 251 is the... Um, <laughs> another uh, filmmaker has a, a movie in the theaters right now, um, which is Mr. Tom Hooper's uh, totally mediocre and uninteresting film, The King's Speech. Oh, God. That sounds worse than Cats to me. I remember liking it enough when I was a teenager and I haven't watched it since. And I don't want I don't want to retroactively judge something based on you the just opinion did. that it had. No. I, I remember it being totally mediocre when I was a teen. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so I I I'm sure if I watched it as a teenager. No, I'm sure I am sure I would um dislike it more if I watched it now, but I remember it being totally whatever. So Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Continuing our theme of Project A Plus featured films uh-huh. and Netflix originals, my uh, 250th favorite film of the decade is In the Shadow of the Moon, Nuffset. My 250th least or favorite, you can choose, favorite film of the decade is the recent J.K. Rowling universe film, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, a <laughs> film that is no, it's not that good. It's not that bad. It's just a film that I watched. Uh, hang on, sorry. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Superstar. I dropped my coaster. Oh my god. You know when Hurry sometimes up. you pick up a glass and like the coaster comes with it? How annoying is <laughs> no, that? No, shut up. We have we have we have so, we have so many uh, <laughs> we have so many more films to get through. <laughs> Can I at least get my uh, ginger ale? It's just over here. It's within arm's reach. Your ginger oh, beer? You fucking moron. Ginger beer. Ginger beer. Um, you know how I was just talking about the fact that when I picked up the glass, the coaster came with it? 
Yeah. Well, happened. I had my ginger beer ready on another coaster. The same thing happened when I picked that up. So what the fuck? Anyway, number two forty nine for me is oh what a film we featured on the podcast, War Machine. Okay. My 249 is a film that is keeping with the theme of, last time it was a J.K. Rowling adaptation, Harry Potter and the Deathly, ha- Deathly Hallows Part 1. Is it worse than Part 2? We'll see, no spoilers. Mmm, okay. 248. Shock horror Netflix original Project A Plus feature film, <laughs> The Titan. Uh, my 248 is, you guessed it, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. <laughs> 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 the, the the worst of the Harry Potter films in my opinion just very boring not not oh, it's not the, because the, it, it the, ranked higher uh, than let me part finish, one let me finish, let me finish the Deathly Hallows films put together part okay. two is slightly more interesting there you go there you go uh, what am I up to number two four seven The Amazing Spider-Man mm. my two four seven is James Ponsoldt's Trouble, Dave Edgar's adaptation, adaptation, The Circle, which is a pretty bad film, but one that I found much to enjoy in. So that's why it's so high. So, mixed success, let's say. 246 for me, Anon. <laughs> Project A Plus well, favorite. Okay, well, my, uh, my 246 is also a Project A Plus Netflix original uh, favorite, Triple Frontier. <laughs> Where the fuck is that? Where? Why is that not on my list? At this point, where did that end up? This is this is bankrupt. <laughs> it's your number one film. Okay, well it's it's coming up, I guess. But okay, come on, come on, bro, come on, bro. What are, what are we up to? What number? Two forty three. What did you just do? Two forty. You're doing two forty three. No, I'm not. Doing there two, you are. Two forty five. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Two forty-five for me is the Oscar-winning classic *Birdman*. Mm. Okay, <laughs> I feel like we don't have to go into that one. Nope. Okay, my uh, two forty-three is a film that has some. Two forty-three. Uh, Stop saying two forty-three. Yours is two forty-five. <laughs> my two forty-five is a film um, that is uh, another film that I watched and have basically no memory of, despite seeing it last year, or I guess two years ago at this point. Which is the uh, Bladed Ocean sequel, Ocean's 8. Mm-hmm. 2.44, Netflix original, Project A Plus favorite, Hold the Dark. Mm. Uh, my 2.44 is the Quentin Tarantino, the Drew Goddard, t- t- Quentin Tarantino, uh, boring film knockoff, Bad Times at the El Royale. <laughs> uh, my 2.43 is the redundant biopic, Stan and Ollie. Mm. Uh, my 243 is a film that has some personal significance to us because we were going to answer a trivia question about this movie <laughs> I couldn't answer it because I had fallen asleep when I watched it and couldn't answer the question because I had forgotten <laughs> one of the people who started it because I saw through the entire part of the movie that they were in which is the <laughs> Jason Statham starring the Mechanic Resurrection <laughs> <laughs> so did you really watch it? Is the question. Yeah, I, I, I watched it. I just saw two, like twenty minutes of it. What's the percentage of the film that you have to actually <laughs> absorb to count as watching it? Uh, enough. I oh, watched fine. Mechanic Resurrection. Fine. Um, fine. I remember. I remember there being sort of enjoyably dub like action sequences in it. So that's why it is number two hundred forty-three. 
My 242 is Tree of Song to Song by Terence Malick. Very funny. Very funny. Hilarious. You, you didn't really... Uh, I, I knew what you were trying to do with that joke, but you didn't really uh, do it well enough to... Uh, I think we'll let the listeners be the judge of that. Okay. Uh, my I can already hear them laughing on the other side of the beach. Keep my 242 is Claire Denis' supremely disappointing film, High Life. Wow. Which we already talked about. Yeah. So. My 241 is a film we've also featured on the podcast extensively, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Mm. My uh, 241 is a film we talked about uh, on our MCU special. Probably both of our, one of our least favorite MCU films, which is Doctor Strange. Mm. I have no idea where Doctor Strange falls in my list. <laughs> this is why this your this is why your uh, list is your your methodology by creating your list is flawed and mine is perfect. <laughs> I feel it's not I, flawed. Like I, I feel it leads to better podcast audio. No, nothing is surprising in mine. I know what I'm doing. But that's that's what makes it more fun when I list off my films. I'm even going to scroll to the top of the screen so I don't even know what the next film is going to be until it's revealed. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What's your what's your next one? What's your two forty? <clears throat> 240 is Mr. Roosevelt, which is a film that is actually worse than Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. okay. But I've talked about it, and it's, it's, it's terrible. Mm. My 240 is a film that I forgot that I watched, that history is pretty much forgotten. It's a bladed sequel, another bladed sequel, to the Will Smith uh, mega franchise, Men in Black. This is Men in Black 3, a film that I remember <laughs> <laughs> nearly nothing about. Uh, except for that Bill Hader plays Andy Warhol. That's it. <laughs> I'd forgotten that part, actually. <laughs> That's the oh, only yeah. part that has made a depression. That made a depression. I wonder where Men in Black 3 will fall on my list. <laughs> have you seen it? Tune in to find out. I have seen it. I, saw I don't know if I've logged it on Letterboxd, and if I haven't logged it on Letterboxd, it's not on this list. So we'll see. <laughs> this is our non-definitive list, just to be clear. <laughs> Indeed. But I saw this shit in the theaters with my mom, so... Alright, um, my... Let's see what it is. I'm going to scroll up. Uh-huh. It is 239, another film starring, starring the person who was also in and responsible for Mr. Roosevelt. Social Animals. Mm-hmm. What you talk about on the podcast. Yes. My 239... What's the name of the person I'm, I, I can't Noel, remember? Noelle Wells. Of. Yes, that's it. Uh, my... Uh, why do I know that? My 239 is a film that you and I watched together before we did the podcast. When we mm. lived together in Brooklyn, it is a film starring one of our favorite actors, Steven Seagal. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Contact to Kill. I definitely forgot to log that. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's so many holes in your OS. What's your 238? 238 is. Well, this, there's a great theme here because it's someone who's in social animals. As well. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get through this. <laughs> it's Happy Thank You More Please written and directed mm. by one Josh Rudnam a film that did not make my list because it was too bad to be considered in the main body but not bad enough to be on my bottom film mm. my 238 is the elevated horror movie Hereditary a film that has some <laughs> enjoyable moments but I think overall is not that good uh, so that's why it's in the middle <sighs> Elevated horror. <laughs> yep. That gives me the shivers. Anyway, 237 for me is 
Thor, the original one. Mm. Uh, 237 for me is the uh, film Furious 7. <laughs> what even is that? Oh, that's the Adam Sandler. Fast and Furious. No, Fast and Furious. That's the Ridiculous. Oh, six? Yeah, never mind. Ridiculous Six, yeah. Furious 7 is the seventh Fast and Furious movie. Okay. Franchise I have no particular regard for. I remember this one being kind of fun. I don't remember that much about it. So, there you go. 236, Steven Soderbergh's Netflix original, The Laundromat. Mm. Or Netflix distributed The Laundromat. Whatever it is. Um, 236 for me is the Grindhouse, the Eli Roth, or not Eli Roth, the Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino film spin-off. A film that I loved as a teenager, but am deeply embarrassed by the fact that I loved it so much as an adult. Hobo with a Shotgun. <laughs> Starring the late, great Rucker Hauer. <laughs> Wait, Ruka How is it in that? What? Yeah, he plays the titular character. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, he, he, 30... is, he is the reason the movie is watchable. Yeah, yeah. Two thirty-five for me is uh, the wretched twee time traveler <laughs> drama comedy safety not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, two thirty what? Two thirty what? Two thirty-five. Yep. 235 for me is the um, oh who directed this movie the guy who did 12 Years a Slave what's his name Steve McQueen the Steve yeah. McQueen uh, object there's, there's, there's an easy way to remember his name <laughs> he's the bad Steve McQueen <laughs> uh, the, the object the art uh, film Shame which uh, I don't remember that much about I remember it being kind of boring so yeah Sort of one my of those art films that are okay. My 234 is a film you've already mentioned, Star Trek in- Into Darkness. Mm. A loathsome film. Mm-hmm. My 234 is Dilly, yeah, Dilly, uh, Dinny News Prisoners. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember liking it when it came out, and I feel like I wouldn't like it as much now. So I mean, I haven't seen it, but I remember it. Mm. Um, my 233 is uh, Horrible Bosses, which I <laughs> Why did you barely remember watching. <laughs> my 233 is a film that well, I, I, vividly, I vividly remember watching, uh, but not uh, six days ago, <laughs> which is um, the... Uh, Rise Tom of Skywalker? No, Tom Hooper Nightmare Fest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know what? I, I enjoyed myself. Wait, 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 wait. Before you say anything, I challenge you to come up with some interesting thing to say about cats that hasn't already been said. Um, it's upsetting and enjoyable. That's it. Okay. That's all I got. The songs are okay. There's, there's, there's one sequence that had me laughing really hard. Some of it was boring. Some of it was kind of fun. And some of it was really bizarre. That's cats. Okay. That's cats. Two thirty-two for me is apparently Rogue One, a Star mm. Wars story, which is so a we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about next. We'll talk about it next week. Yes. Uh, two thirty-two for me is the uh, accused rapist Luke Besson's film Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Two thirty-one for me is Avengers Endgame. Mm. 
Trash. We did an episode on, we did an episode on it. Uh, 231 for me is a sort of forgettable documentary called Lost Soul, The Doom Journey of Richard Stanley's The Island of Dr. Moreau. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what's your 230? Blade Runner 2049. Mm. That piece of garbage. Uh, my 230 is a film, the only film that I've actually considered walking out of, but a film that I think is fine. That's what I thought about walking out of. Out of it, it's totally well made, but totally unnecessary. It is T two train spotting. <laughs> uh, two thirty no two twenty nine for me is apparently Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. And you know what? This is sort of related, but not really related. I was looking back through my Twitter feed for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you went. You, you found it called my. You found, went upon my great video that I made. I did. <laughs> so the two Bowie videos you made are genius, and they only have me liking them. Which yeah, what, what is the fuck is going on? <laughs> <sighs> that, 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 that was that, That's why I like why I used to work right there. It was totally beautiful. <clears throat> my two twenty nine is the uh, Robert Downey Jr. vehicle. <clears throat> Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, fine. Uh, enjoyable little enough, I guess. MCU film. Um, my 228 film is about time, and it is mm. the Time Travelers... Oh, no, no. Wait, no, no, tell me, what, it's about tell, me, tell, tell me what the film is. You said it's about time. What's the film? I already made that joke in my introduction. <laughs> it was built in. It was baked in. Come on, man. Keep your, deli- your delivery was bad. My Kate. delivery was great. My 228 is another uh, sort of average MCU film. It is Joss Whedon's The Avengers. Mm-hmm. My 227 is The Lobster. Mm. My 227 is another Denny Villeneuve joint. We've already talked about him a number of times already. <laughs> yeah. It is Sicario, a film that is pretty racist, but Eh, it's a pretty effective thriller. So, you know, mixed, let's say. My 226 is Happy Anniversary, another Noel Wells film. Mm. My 226 is a film that I remember liking quite a bit when I saw it in the theaters. I have not revisited since. Uh, and I'm sure I would not like it as much now if I watched it. It is Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight Rises. Mmm. <laughs> My 225 is uh, Dave Grohl's Sound City. <laughs> I, this is off topic, but I saw a really funny headline on Pitchfork that was like, <laughs> Dave Grohl takes the surviving members of Nirvana and uh, St. Vincent and others to make a supergroup, uh, which I think implies that he's not one of the surviving members of Nirvana, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> my, what number are we on? 226, 225. 225. 225. Is uh, a film that I think is... I enjoy when I watched it, but I think is pretty forgettable. The uh, woman-centric superhero film Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) My 224 is The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Mm. My 224 is the overwrought musical remake A Star is Born, which you did an episode on. (laughs) 
223 Colossal. Uh, 223 for me is uh, another James Franco starring joint. 127 hours. <laughs> Which I don't really remember that much about, so. Do not want to see that. Um, 222 for me is Gemini Man. Mm. 222 for me is one of your top films of last year, The Kid Who Would Be King. Wow. I don't remember that much about it. So. Wow. It's about the King Arthur legend. and there's like Hey, yeah, yeah, okay, let's move on. 221. 221 is Between Two Ferns, Colin the Movie. Mm. Sorry, Scott. 221 for me is uh, Taika Waititi's Thor Ragnarok. The emphasis is, is on the Y, just, just for future reference. What? It's Taika Waititi. Okay. Anyway, uh, funny but forgettable film. Uh, two twenty. Hmm. Project A plus incarnate film. I am mother. Uh, two twenty for me is James Gunn's uh, film Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Fair. I think I forgot to put Guardians of the Galaxy two on here, but it'd probably be not on the list. So <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Uh, 219, Velvet Buzzsaw, another Project A-plus favorite. Mm. Uh, 219 for me is the film where Keanu Reeves rants about PC culture, <laughs> Destination Wedding. <laughs> I still want to see that. I would recommend that you watch it. It, it is very, it's a very strange film. <laughs> 218 is another Martin Campbell film, The Foreigner, mm. which wasted Jackie Chan. Mm. 218 for me is another Keanu Reeves film. Side by side. What is that? It's a documentary about the differences between digital and physical uh, filming. The funniest thing for me is the idea of Keanu Reeves' documentary filmmaker. I mean, he, he didn't make it, he just narrated it, so. I guess it's, he's, it's he's no Adam Grenier, right? No. No, he's not. Adam Grenier? Grenier, whatever his name is. Adam? Adrian? There you go. Adrian Grenier. I mean, I, I saw the guy in person <laughs> yeah, in New York. I should, I should know his name. His fucking name, right? Entourage himself. Anyway. On to 217. 217 is <laughs> certified copy mm. by Abbas Kiristami. 217 for me is a film by your countryman, uh, Andrew Dominic. A film that I watched with my parents. It is Killing Them Softly. Mm. I don't remember that much about it, so I can't really explicate right there. Uh, two sixteen for me is Christopher Nolan's Inception. Mm. Uh, two sixteen for me is another documentary that is enjoyable but sort of forgettable. Electric Bugaloo: The Wild Untold Story of Canon Film. Mm. By another Australian director. Yes, the guy who did Beyond Hollywood or whatever it was called. I still kind of want to watch that. It's okay. It's got yeah. Quentin Tarantino in it, so. <laughs> That's great. great then. <laughs> <laughs> we should do an episode on the video intro that he recorded for Tugging Express the, for the DVD. <laughs> um, 215 for me is Paul Feig's Last Christmas. Mm. Uh, 215 for me is the. Uh, Criterion Collection Certified Project A Plus episode sort of uh, film that we agree is overrated and 
pretty goal. It is Alfonso Cuarón's Roma. Mm. Two fourteen for me is speaking of Quentin Tarantino. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Mm. Two fourteen for me is a film that we talked about not long ago, which is The Lighthouse. Wow, this is going to take fucking forever. 213 yep. <laughs> <laughs> is when we first met. The What's his name? It's not Adam Driver? <laughs> no. Adam uh, Devine. Not, yes. The Adam Devine classic. <laughs> what's, what's funny is the first thing they came to my mind was also Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it would have been a better movie if you were in it. <laughs> No, I don't want to take Adam Driver out of when we first met. He's like the best part. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. You want to get Adam Divine? Adam, Divine. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway. Do you know how uh, much I've eaten today to nothing. absorb this alcohol? <laughs> like, nothing. literally, like, the tiniest amount for breakfast. Like, the tiniest well, pastry. Well, who, whose fucking fault is that? Your fault. Um, my 213 is uh, Boots Riley's uh, Agripot Boar Fest. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's your two thirteen? Two twelve. <clears throat> um two twelve is the ballad of Buster Scruggs. Mm. We did an episode on it, I think. We mentioned it. We I don't remember it. even watching it really. So there you go. <laughs> uh my two twelve, I've got a couple podcast episodes in a row, so I'm just gonna rush through these, which is a film we talked about extensively that I've had many arguments about in real life uh, is Bong Joon-ho's nothing film Parasite. Have you actually argued with people about it? Yes. <laughs> wow. I was at a New Year's Eve party where I argued with people about it. <laughs> but I yeah. am validated by the fact that it was on, on, on Obama's top uh, films of the year. And it was like Adam, what it was, Adam McKay's top film, and also some other guy. It's crazy. everyone's top film of the year. That's why it's best. Yeah. I mean, not everyone's top film, but it's, it's on everyone's list, at least. Yeah. Not ours. Not ours. Uh, number 211. Hmm. Rolling Thunder Review of Bob Dylan's Story. Hmm. Uh, podcast episode. Uh, 211 for moi. Is another podcast episode. I've got a bunch of those in a row. Uh, Jordan Peele's Not That Great Us. 210, you've already mentioned this. Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight Rises. Mm. 210, yet another podcast episode, but, and yes, this film I think is better than both Us and Parasite. It is <laughs> the, the Vanessa Hutchins starring The Princess Switch. Yes. I'm happy with that. Uh-huh. Uh, 2009 is Ruby Sparks. Probably should be lower. Zoe Kazan. <laughs> that sounded, sounded bad. I the directors of, uh, not of um, Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Paul Tano, you know. Uh, 209 is the supremely enjoyable but sort of mediocre film Venom. 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 Where did I put Venom? I don't even know where. <laughs> Number <Find> one. <laughs> uh, 208. This seems pretty high, but Triple Frontier. <laughs> uh, 208 for me is... Uh, I think I may have talked about this in the podcast, but Francois Ozon's 
a double lover, pretty in, trashy, erotic thriller film. Yeah, I think you did talk about it. Uh, 207, Tucker and Dale versus <coughs> Evil. Um, 207 for me, this is a film that I remember watching that I watched as part of a documentary film class when I was in college. Uh, a really long time ago called Saving Face. And I really don't remember that much about it. I think it was about um, people in India who throw acid on women's faces. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, I, don't, I know I don't have the time to double back, but mm. the, I, I think I fell asleep or zoned out during a significant portion of Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I don't know why I loved it. <laughs> and it was also the same night in which I got so drunk. Uh-huh. That I ended up on a bus home, like the night rider bus we call it in Australia, when all the trains stop, but there's still mm. buses. And uh, I needed to throw up on the bus. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I had at hand in my bag was a brown paper bag mm-hmm. that had been in my bag for so long that it had lost like any structural integrity. Mm. So when I threw up into the bag... God! <laughs> <laughs> the bottom blew out immediately, so that's... that's <laughs> See, you vomited all over yourself, basically. Yes, that's my Tucker and Dale versus Evil story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like that the most of the films we've watched so far, the stories around them are more important to us than the movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I watched that with my cousin and my brother. I don't really remember them. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yes. It's one of those films that's like, oh, that's a that's a clever idea for a film. But, but it's, now it's I one have of the, to watch it's, it. It's a, yeah, it's a clever idea if you think of, if you talk about it. But uh, if you actually go and watch the movie, it's pretty interesting. So no. My turn. Or is it my turn again? Because it's I your I turn. You didn't, you didn't actually say anything. What's two o seven? Two o six. Two o seven was Tucker and Dale. So two o six for me is. The prolific letterbox user Sean Baker's The Florida Project. Mm. Which you talked about on the podcast. Yes. 206 for me is another documentary that I don't really remember watching. That is about um, prison sentences and people who went to jail but were innocent. Uh, 13. Called, nope. Called um, Truth Has Fallen. Oh, okay. Yep. Man, a lot of forget- Two- forgettable uh, documentaries coming up. I'm just going to award you. <laughs> <laughs> 205 for me is the Rebel Wilson vehicle, Isn't It Romantic? If that's mm. the film I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Rebel Wilson ro- uh, romantic comedy that came out this year. Yeah. So, which I think was on Netflix in non-American territories, but was yeah, released, it was on Netflix, released yeah. theatrically in America for some reason. Um. 205 for me is another documentary that I thought was pretty forgettable and um, notable for me for disenchanting me with a film podcast that I used to listen to, uh, which is called... No, I can't remember. What You know Dave Chang, who's on uh, uh, the Tobolaski Files? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's, yeah. The, what's the film podcast that he does? No, you're right. I'm trying to think of the name of Here, it's his film something. Website. Yeah, it is film something. Ah, uh. oh, Mama Fuku. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, oh, no, 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 no. I've got it. I've got it. Uh, film, film crush. Film, the slash film cast. That's it. Yeah, the slash film cast. 
So. Yes, because they were big proponents of this film. I was trying to think film. of Lofuka's other restaurant, and I forgot the name of it. So. <laughs> milk, milk Bar? No, 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 the one he did in L.A. recently. Mm, I don't know. But uh, just for the record, that guy's name is David Major Chin. Domo. His name is David Chin. So, just a little bit of racism yes. right there for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... This is the film that dis- disenfranchised me with that, not disenfranchised, disenchanted me with that particular, the Slash film cast, um, which I have no ill will towards, but they were big proponents of this film, and when I watched it, I was like, whatever, which is Searching for Sugar Man. Oh, really? <laughs> what do you mean, really? <laughs> the, the, um, that folk singer who yeah. apparently disappeared, but the documentary really was, like, entirely fabricated, basically. Yeah. And then the guy killed himself. Who killed himself? The filmmaker. Oh, the filmmaker killed himself? Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. yeah. I have the record of that guy. <laughs> the music, in, that's why this film is not lower. The music is, is not bad. Yeah. But the uh, documentary is pretty bad. So He was really big in Australia for some reason. Yeah, and, and in South Africa. That's what the movie mm. is. The, that's the musical. But the they, racist they, countries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the two most racist countries. Okay, please, let's continue. Um, 204 is Paul. Remember Paul? <laughs> yes. Did you ever watch Paul? Uh, I watched it. I feel like I watched like part of it on TV or something, but I remember being like really excited for it, and then when the reviews came out, I was like, oh, no. So <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see, I mean, see it. Honestly, if it's on TV, it's probably watchable enough. No, it's not. <laughs> Come on. But um, I didn't see it. So my, my 204 is the recent or released film I talked about on the podcast, Long Day's Journey Into Night. Hmm. 203 for me is 21 Jump Street. 203 for me is the Ryan Gosling, uh, Bradley Cooper team-up movie, The Place Beyond the Pines. Hmm. I don't really remember that much about. Uh, 202, here we go. This was a tease earlier in the list. <laughs> Men in Black 3. Oh, oh shit. It's probably uh, about, like, if, if you, like, make our list somehow equivalent... And you, mm. uh, yeah, probably about the same rating. Yeah, about the same. <laughs> uh, two hundred two for me is a film that you cried when you watched it for the podcast, which means it's great. Crazy Rich Asians. Did I? Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, two hundred one for me is Iron Man two. You already mentioned it. Uh, two one for me is a film um, that was like produced by um, a indigenous uh, Guatemalan, which I thought was pretty boring. <laughs> so. <laughs> Which is called Ixcanal, so or volcano, if you will. So number two thousand for me, two thousand. Two hundred. <laughs> number two hundred for me is a film we discussed not two episodes prior, the night before mm. Christmas. Wow, uh, two hundred for me is a uh, film that I saw with my mom in Erie, Pennsylvania, when she came to visit me when I was in college. Deep Throat. Called Rush. Ron Howard's Rush. Uh, one ninety nine, discussed on the podcast, Netflix original, Wine Country. One ninety for me is a film that I felt very mad about, Black Mother. One ninety eight is Going the Distance, the mm. Justin Long, Drew Barrymore classic romantic comedy. Um, one ninety eight is for me. For more is the um, John Ronson adaptation Frank which I remember liking but I'm sure I would hate it if I watched it now so 
That's why it's whoa. One ninety seven is another romantic comedy. The re, <laughs> the rewrite, the rewrite, the rewrite. Yes, the rewrite. It's when Hugh Grant <laughs> joins in the neo-Nazi movement mm-hmm. in order to woo the Aunt May from Spider Man. What's it called? The rewrite. Oh, the rewrite. Okay. I thought you were saying it was a rewrite of another film. No, no, no. Gotcha. Okay. Well, my 197 is um, uh, Monsieur. Uh, well, now I'm blanking on his name for whatever reason. Martin Scorsese? No, we actually talked about him earlier today. Holy shit. Edgar Wright, his film Baby Driver. Mm. Where is Baby Driver on my list? Curious. Probably, probably well. I didn't like it very much either. Um, one ninety six for me is the incredible Jessica James, the third romantic comedy in a row. Well, one ninety six for me is a film that I remember almost nothing about, uh, except I saw it in the theater, which is Rise of the Planet of the Apes. One ninety five is Limitless, and the mm. limit is one ninety five. 195 for me is a film that we talked about on the podcast. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Mm. The worst of the Mission Impossible franchise. 194 for me is uh, another romantic comedy, Falling in Love Mm. on Netflix. 194 for me is the Korean film The Age of Shadows. 193 is Bradley Cooper's aforementioned A Star is Born. Hmm. 183 for me is a film I talked about on the podcast, Evidentiary Bodies. Barbara Hammer's experimental film, Evidentiary Bodies. <clears throat> They're actually doing a season of her work in Melbourne this I would year. Okay. I would recommend watching some of her films. Uh, 192, here we go. Baby Driver. Mm. So not that far off. 192 for moi is the recent released Bruce Springsteen... Uh, Winkfest, Blinded by the Light. The film that you were thinking about doing in the podcast and then never did. 191 is a Project A Plus favorite, Apostle. 191 for me is Chantal Aquaman's favorite, uh, not favorite, her final film, No Who Movie, which mm. is a little movie, but also feels like a parody of an art film. So, 190 for me is the, I think, overpraised Game Night. Hmm. Uh, one name for me is another film that I uh, a film that I also think is overpraised. Uh, Win Ramsey's "You Were Never Really Here." One eighty nine for me is Joan Didion. The center will not hold. Mm. Directed by the guy from uh, that film. Another. Yeah, film. Griffin Dunn. Yeah. From After Hours. Yes. Um, one ninety. What number is it? One eighty eight. 189. 189. For me, is a film that I think will be on one of people's top films of the decade. What? Maybe not yours, though. Not yours. Not yours. Presumably. Which is Spike Jones's final directorial efforts <laughs> thus far, except for that uh, uh, Aziz and Zari comedy special. Her, a film that I liked enough when I saw it, but don't remember almost anything about. So. 188 for me is Alien Covenant. Hmm. I enjoy that film. It's okay. 
180 for me is 22 Jump Street. 187 for me is us. 187 for me is source code. Just want to pause. Is this still enjoyable for you listeners? <laughs> it is? No, okay, we'll proceed. No, no, no one's listening. Come on. 186 is John Favreau's chef. We haven't even got through 100 films yet. I know. 186 for me is 21 Jump Street. 185 for me is Garden- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. <laughs> That Garden State. <laughs> what Garden is State. Wait, Garden State is what? No, that must that was, that's from before the twenty. That was that that's was right. la- that was two decades ago. That'd be pretty low. <laughs> one eighty six for me is twenty one Jump Street. One eighty five for you is twenty one Jump Street. I heard no one eighty six. No, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is one eighty five for me. So <laughs> so you skipped one. I didn't skip one. Chef, did. us, Alien Covenant, Joan Didion, Game Night Apostle. You, you skipped Chef. I didn't. I said Chef. I said John Favreau's Chef. That's how I phrased it as well. Okay. Well. Well, we got was, to wait. That was when. That was the point at which I okay. said, "Are people still listening?" One eighty-five. The other person on this line wasn't even listening. <laughs> one eighty-five for me is a separation. Okay. One eighty-four for me is the Amazing Spider-Man Two: The Superior. <laughs> yes. To Mark Webb's uh, <laughs> phase. <laughs> Mark Webb. Uh, 184 for me is Anna Biller's The Love Witch. Uh, 183 for me is the Adam Sandler classic murder mystery. <laughs> 183 for me is a film, another film that I remember almost something about. It is Tony Scott's Unstoppable. But I saw it in the theater. I didn't even remember that film existing. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Pine did the Washington They had to stop a train. Nope. Nope, that's, no bells. That's, that's it. That's what it's about. I remember Tony Scott killed himself. That's about it. Yep, he did kill himself. That's true. Not on a train, though. He did 182. An early Project A Plus favorite. I mm. feel pretty. 182 for me <laughs> is the plagiarist indie movie that I talked about earlier this year. Mm. Uh, 181. Another favorite. Winter Sleep. Uh, 181 for me is the, I think, very overrated uh, art house comedy Tony Erdman. Mmm. 180. 180. 180 for me is the better of the two Josh Radnor directorial efforts, liberal arts. Uh, 180 for me is a episode that we did one of our very first podcasts on, maybe even the first podcast on. Which is the death of Stalin? Hmm. Uh, One seventy nine for me is Jack Reacher, which a lot of people really like. I don't remember that much about it, to be honest. <laughs> One seventy nine for me. It's a film that a lot of people like that I thought was pretty uninteresting, which is Steve McQueen's Widows. It's got a fucking in for the McQueen. Uh, yeah, moving on. Well, he makes bad movies, so. Uh, One seventy eight is the original and best Deadpool. Uh, 178 for me is another podcast episode. It is Ready Player One. Once again, I'm going to double back quickly and say that I'm not sure if Deadpool should be this high on my list. I haven't uh, rewatched really it since 
Deadpool 2 made me suspect anything that the, any of the creative team were ever involved in. So, What's there the video? Go. What are you up to? Uh, 177 for me is the perfect date. 177 for me is the film that we talk about on the podcast, Green Room. 176, another film we talk about on the podcast, Roma. 176 for me, a film that I remember enjoyed enough when I saw it in the theater with my brother, Anchorman 2, the second Anchorman movie. 175, The Night Comes for Us. Uh, 175 for me, a film I remember watching while drunk on Christmas Day with my family, my whole family. Jeff Nichols' Midnight Special. I don't remember how much about that besides that. Uh, 174, Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond, the documentary. 174 for me is Accused Pedophile, Woody Allen's Midnight Embarrass. <laughs> 173 for me is Andy McKay's The Big Short. Andy McKay? What's his name? <laughs> Isn't it Adam McKay? Adam McKay, whatever. Jesus Christ, my, my man. That's, that's two names. You're, you're fucking slipping. How much have you had to drink? I've drunken all the ginger beer and all the daiquiri. Already? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, 173 is We've another podcast. We've been recording for like an hour and a half. <laughs> 173 for me is another podcast episode. The night comes for us. 172 is Logan. 172, uh, Anna DuVernay's 13th. 171, Girls Trip. 171, Adam Curtis's documentary film, Hypernormalization. 170, Always Be My Maybe. Mm, baby. Terrible, terrible film. It's okay. It's pretty bad. I'm not gonna there are 169 films better than it in the decade. I'm not going to move on until you acknowledge that fact. Keep going. One... Like a tennis ball. Seven, shut up. 170 uh, for me is another um, Drew Goddard film, The Cabin in the Woods. Drew Goddard did not direct Always Be My Maybe. No, but he directed another film that I talked about earlier, uh, Bad Night at the El Royale. 169 is Kingsman, The Secret Service. I don't even remember watching it. Uh, I know about the scene that ends that movie, the weird anal sex scene. That's all I got. I don't remember that. Well, it happens. Uh, one sixty-nine for me. Incredibles two. One sixty-eight for me is the original Avengers. One sixty-eight for me is another Avengers film, Avengers: Infinity War. One sixty-seven, Okja. One sixty-seven, Avengers: Age of Ultron. One sixty-six, Wonder Woman. One sixty-six, uh, Catherine Bigelow's film. I don't remember that much about. Zero Dark Thirty. 165 Star Trek Beyond Star 165 Star Trek Beyond 165 Certified Copy 164 The Wolf of Wall Street Mmm 164 for me Black Klansman Uh 163 The film that is better than The Wolf of Wall Street Spectre <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're a piece of shit. What's uh, three <laughs> the favorites? Uh, One sixty two. Apparently, even better than the film that is better than the Wolf of Wall Street. X Men First Class. <laughs> that <would> be sucks. 
<laughs> it does like all doing it. Um, 162 for me is the Japanese independent film Oh Lucy. Uh, 161, John Wick Chapter 2. 161, Alita Battle Angel. 160, Arrival. Uh, 161, 160, Star Trek Beyond. Pretty sympathetic on that one. 159, the film that featured on maybe our second episode, if not first, Annihilation. 159, your favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe film, Spider-Man Homecoming. 158, a film whose title is so generic that even though I looked it up while making this <laughs> list, I temporarily forgot it until I had to recall it just then, which is How Do You Know? Which I think <laughs> is the James L. Brooks film. Yeah, it's his final film with um, Paul Rudd and Jack Nicholson. Yeah. For me, my 160... 58. 58 is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Wow. My 157 is The Babadook. My 157 is Spider-Man Far From Home. My 156 is The Safdie Brothers' Good Time. Hmm. That's well. My 156 is the Damien Chazelle written uh, Elijah Wood starring Grand Piano, which I watched on a plane. What is that? It's like a... It's sort Who directed of a, it? I don't know. Some guy. Okay. Alright, whatever. Uh, moving on. 155, <laughs> Damien It's like, it's like a thriller. I don't. Know, I really Jordan. don't remember much about it. I shouldn't try to remember directors' names at this point. Who is it? Jordan's it? Greta. <laughs> Neil Jordan. Neil Jordan. Thank <laughs> Jesus you. Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. Um. Well, my one fifty five is one of your top uh, ten favorite films of last year. It is um, Dexter Fletcher's Rocket Man. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, obviously, my <laughs> list last year was a compromise. Please continue. Oh, gosh. Uh, 154 is Nightcrawler. 154 is Michael Bay's best film, Pain and Gain. Is it? Okay. <laughs> yes, um, it is his best 153, film. an equivalent quality film, Captain America, The First Avenger. My 153 is a film, another overrated art house film, Todd Haynes' Carol. Uh, 152, Thor The Dark World. My 152 is uh, um, Fugitive Rapist Roman Polanski's The Ghost Rider. My 151 is Taika Waititi's Hunt for the Will of People. I thought you liked that movie. Yeah, it's my 151st favorite film of the decade. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess we're like halfway through your list at this point. Yeah. Uh, my 151 film is Adam McKay's Pretty Funny, The Other Guys. I started watching that and I couldn't uh, finish it. My 150 it. is Ant-Man. My 150 is... Uh, this is a director whose name I've forgotten. The guy who did um, Annihilation's uh, Ex Machina. I've forgotten his name too. You know, the um, guy who wrote uh, um, that Danny Boyle film. You know what I'm talking about. I'm going to try and remember Alex, the director Alex, of the next film. Alex um, Ross Perry. No, Alex. 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 Ross Perry. Alex. 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 Alex Garland. Alex. Alex Garland. There you go. Yeah, Alex Garland. 
149 is... Uh, I remember part of the director's name. I think it's Yorma. What's the... MacGruber. Oh, yeah, the guy from The Lonely Island. Yeah. Yorma Takome. Takome. That's it, yeah. My... 149th film is um, a fil- another film that I think is really overrated, which is Manchester by the Sea. Mm. But not a bad film. another accused. <laughs> Sexual predator. Yeah. 148, El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. 108 for me is a pretty um, early, incipient podcast episode, Winter Sleep. Ooh. 147, one of your favorites, Ad Astra. Mm. 147 for me is the Brian um, Wilson biopic, Love and Mercy. <laughs> is Paul Dano good in it? Yeah. And I saw it with my mom. Better than... Who plays him as the old guy? It's John Cusack. John Cusack. Right? He's actually not that bad. Okay. Seemed like he'd be bad. <laughs> That's all. Now the performance of the movie are fine, but okay. It's just it's the the parts that are bad about it are like the standard like biopic. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So that's your one forty seven. My one forty six is Jupiter Ascending. My one forty six is uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Perfectly funny film. That is just funny. Perfectly funny. Yeah. Wow. My 145 is Bong Joon-ho's Parasite. Mm. My 145 is the Keanu Reeves vehicle, John Wick. Uh, 144, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, my 144, the extremely racist Liam Neeson's Cold Pursuit. The film itself is, is not racist. <laughs> <laughs> but... William Neeson's racist. Oh, okay, I thought you were suggesting the film was yeah. racist. I, I'm, I'm a little tipsy. Let's say. Uh, 143, A Separation. 143, Captain Marvel. 142, The Lost City of... Dot, 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 Z. Zed. 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 142, the best Thor movie, Thor The Dark World. 141, a movie that is better than The Lost City of Zed, The 1517 to Paris. <laughs> uh, 141, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, what's his name? The guy who did uh, Raise the Red Lantern. And Yoma the, you know, Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Raise the Red Lantern. Zhang Yimou. Yeah, Zhang Yimou. That's it. I remember the Zhang, and I couldn't remember the other part. Zhang Yimou's Shadow. An okay film. 140, Django Unchained. 140 for me is... By Juan Quentin Tarantino, which is is his full Mexican name. Leo Carax's overrated Holy Motors. 139, Noah Bumbach's Marriage Story. 139 for me is the unfairly maligned... American Ghost in the Shell movie. Uh, 138 is the I mean, Oscar it was winning. somewhat fairly maligned, but the pretty decent Ghost in the Shell. 138 is the Oscar <laughs> winning... Mean... 138 is the Oscar winning The Shape of Water. Mm. Water. 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 
Get yeah. your water, Mike. <sighs> Fucking water. <laughs> My 138 is the Banksy documentary, Exit to the Gift Shop. Another slash film classic. 138, 137 nope. is Duncan Jones's source code. Hmm. Uh, moderately entertaining thriller. Mm-hmm. 137 for me is Yor- Yorgos is The Killing of a Sacred Deer. It's Yoma Takuma. What's your one? Uh, you guys still with us? Yeah, yeah. 136 <laughs> is The Descendants Should Be Lower. The Descendants, the Alexander Payne film? Indeed. Never seen it. Very my, forgettable. My, my 136 is Jodwick number two. Uh, my 135 is Crazy Stupid Love. Mm. My 135 Should is... Mission Impossible, <laughs> Rogue Nation. 134, The Wolverine. 134 for me is the perfectly pleasant but somewhat forgettable The Big Sick. 133, Man Up. 133, De Palma. Oh, here it is, 132, Venom. Ah, a brilliant film. 133 for me uh, is a film much like De Palma, is a sort of documentary-esque film about its director's preoccupations. It is the 1570 to Paris. <laughs> 132, it is. Yes. 131 is the Liam Neeson classic, The Commuter. Sorry, the racist Liam Neeson classic, The Thank Commuter. You. No, the film itself is... No. 131 for me is The Lobster. Your loathe film. 130 for me is Green Room. Green Room. 130 is Green Room. It's the original Ant-Man. 130 for me is Ant-Man, the original one. 129 for me is Doctor Strange. 129 should be a bit lower. For me is Ant-Man and the Wasp. 128 for me is Avengers Infinity War. 128 for me is the... A film I remember liking, but don't remember anything about uh, the Don Hertzfeld uh, animated compilation, It's a Beautiful Day. 127 for me is Ready Player One. Uh, uh, 127 for me is a film I remember falling asleep during the act of killing. <laughs> Thinking about the act of killing right now. Uh, 126 for me wow, is that's cruel. Revenge of the Mekong. 126 for me is the Sarah Polly directed Stories We Tell. 125 for me is Drew Goddard's The Cabin in the Woods. 125 for me is Olivier Asayas's ebook uh, Sex Farce Nonfiction. 124 for me, I'm too old and drunk to remember the name of the director's Silver Linings Playbook. David or Russell. That's it. You're not that old. And you're not that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, too, like the combination of both has prevented me from remembering his name, even though I know him pretty well. I've seen none of his films. so He's a close personal friend. Moving on. My124 is the recent documentary film about Chinese one uh, child policy, one child nation. 
123 is Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. My 123 is Captain America the First Avenger. <sighs> My 122, better than all the films I've listed that you've liked, Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> My 122, better than all the films I've listed that you've liked, is Neil Breen's Faithful Findings. <laughs> um, My 121 is John Wick. My 121 is the recent um, on-cinema film, Mr. America. My 120 is Guardians of the Galaxy. The original recipe. The original recipe. My 120 is Captain America the Winter Soldier. My 119 is Argo. My 119 is the somewhat indefensible Isle of Dogs. <laughs> uh, 118, Prometheus. 118. Mm -hmm. You said 119. 118. My 118. I think I just said 118 really fast, and it sounds similar. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Shut up, Chucky. My 118 is the Sisters Brothers. Uh, 117, another David A. Russell film, American Hustle. My 117 is the Assassin, the Ho Shao Shin film. <laughs> yep. 116, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. 116, Skyfall. 115, Iron Man 3. 115 for me is Bong Joon-ho's best film that I've seen. Snowpiercer. A controversial opinion, but mm. one that I stick 114 to. 114 for me is Alan Partridge, colon, Alpha Papa. My 114 is the pretty enjoyable J.G. Bauer adaptation, High Rise. 113 is Black Klansman. My 113 is... The um, recent, somewhat recent, not that recent, eight years ago recent, Brian De Palma film, Passion. 112, The Grand Budapest Hotel. 112 for me is the f a film that I feel like I would like more if I watched it again, but as it stands is my 112th favorite film of the decade, Under the Skin. 111, a film that is significantly better than all the films I've listed so far. Uh-huh. Unicorn store. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> My 111 is um, Paul Schrader's enjoyable but indefensible dog eat dog. <laughs> uh, 110. Star yes. Wars The Last Jedi. 110 for me is Django Unchained. 109 for me is David Michaud's Animal Kingdom. 109 for me is the Coen Brothers Hail Caesar. 108 for me, Gravity. <laughs> 108 for me, another indefensible choice by yours truly, the fairly racist, but also pretty great, Only God Forgives. <laughs> Wait, you made that? Huh? <laughs> what? You said it was by yours truly, so... No. I said another indefensible nice. pick by yours truly. The pick is by me, you dipshit. No, but you could also interpret that as being the film. Anyway. Yeah, if, uh, if you don't listen to any of the words that precede it. Uh, Vlad Diaz's moron. Season of the Devil <laughs> is my 107. My 107th film. is 
Luca, Guadagnino's a bigger splash. 106, Mr. Steven Spielberg's Bridge of Spies. Never seen it. I have. 106 for me is Mr. Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw's Nightcrawler. <laughs> uh, Gilroy, right? Yeah, Dan Gilroy. Or Tony Gilroy? What's Dan Gilroy, I think is right. Yeah, because the other Gilroy wrote all the Bond movies. Yeah. And did Michael Clayton. All the Bourne movies. Yes. Paul Thomas Anderson's Phantom Thread. 105 for me is Ryan Coogler's Black Panther. 104 for me is, apparently, Midnight in Paris. <laughs> uh, glad we both got that on there. You know, I saw that movie, I saw that movie on my birthday. <laughs> wow. And it is, I think the only Woody... No, I've seen two Woody Allen movies. I've seen that, and I've seen everything you've wanted to know about Sex Pro or Afraid to Ask. Hmm. That's it. Okay. What's your number one or four? <laughs> What's my number, number one? We're skipping a few oh, there, four. buddy. My one oh four? My number four? No, your number O. My number zero? My, okay, my yeah. number one oh four is Denny Villeneuve's arrival. Pretty enjoyable little bit of sci fi. One oh three Skyfall. One oh three Lady it's Skyfall. Star Wars. Um, 103 for me, speaking of Star Wars, is Mad Max Fury Road. The enjoyable but overrated Mad Max Fury Road. Indeed. Uh, 102, Whiplash. 102 for moi, Star Wars, Le Force Awakens. 101, Spotlight should be low. 101 for me is Kelly Ricard's Night Moves. Uh, 100 for me, Annabelle is the Love Witch. 100 for me is... Uh, oh, we're in the top 100. I need to go to the top. No, we're doing 100 right now. Is Richard yeah, Aodai's The Double. What do you need to do? I need to go to the toilet. No, oh, I do too. <laughs> I'd like to get some water. Hey, we're going to take a, a, a quick potty break. And then we'll be back. But fortunately, we're by the beach, so we can just go straight yeah, into the ocean. We can just piss in the sand. We can dig a hole, piss in the sand. <laughs> Why yeah. wouldn't you piss in the ocean? Why Goodbye. would you piss in the sand? You, you shit in the sand. And piss straight in the ocean. You can shit in the ocean as well. Am I alone on the beach here? Have you left me? Alright. Fine. I will get out of my deck chair... Head over to the designated uh, toilet area. They, they put up flags on the beach, and you're allowed to go potty between those flags in the ocean. So I'm going to do that. Off I go now. Hello. Hello. You're back. Of course I am. And ready for number 99? I am Max. What is your number nine? 99? Oh, 
Oh, it's just soaking. It's a wonderful beach. <laughs> We're drunk. Uh, beach. Number 99 is Edge of Tomorrow. Mm, never seen it. Directed by Zach Braff. If my memory doesn't fail me. Oh, <clears throat> number 99 for me is The Wachowski Sisters, Cloud Atlas. Uh, number 98 for me is the Adam Sandler vehicle. The Cobbler. The Meyerowitz stories. <laughs> new uh, and selected. You haven't seen The Cobbler, I guess. I have not. It's a shame. I would love to. What are you eating? What are you drinking? I'm eating some cheese. Mm-hmm. My number 98 is the supremely enjoyable Tom Cruise vehicle that you've already mentioned. Jack Reacher. 97, Steve motherfucking Jobs. <laughs> that seems high. Yeah, it does to me too. 97 <laughs> to me is the extremely enjoyable William Neeson vehicle that you've already talked about, the commuter. Steve Jobs. Oh. <laughs> uh, my 98th, no, 97th, 96th. My 96th favorite film of the fucking entire decade is Stephen Sondheim Soderbergh's Behind the Candelabra. My number 96 is Edgar Wright's The World's End. Ninety-five. Wait for it. Wait for it. Can you guess? Can you guess? Can you guess? Can you guess? Yes, it's um, Denis Villeneuve's Blade Runner twenty forty-nine. No, we've already had that. Oh shit. Okay, go ahead. Downsizing. <laughs> it made the top one hundred. You should be happy. No, I'm not happy. Um, my number ninety-five is my probably a film that I I don't really I think is good, but I find cold to the touch and I don't find it quite as engrossing as a lot of other people do, which is Paul Thomas Anderson's The Master. Why did you try and touch it, you loser? Uh, anyway. Number 94 is a film that's better than Downsizing the Man from Uncle. <laughs> uh, 94, another movie that's better than, than The Man from Uncle. Uh, 94, a movie that's better than The Man from Uncle, which you agree <laughs> with, with me on this, because it is on your list and it is above The Man from Uncle. It is a wah wah way. That's true. Uh, number 93, High Flying Bird. Another Soderbergh film. Mm-hmm. My number 93 is Takashi Miike's First Love. And what is that film? It's a film that I already talked about on the podcast. It was, it was on my top 10. Oh, podcast. sorry. Yeah, I made, I made a mistake. Uh, number 92, A Field in England. My number 92 is Alex Ross Perry's Golden Exits. 91, The Lego Movie. 91, for moi, is Stephen Sondheim Soderbergh's Haywire. <clears throat> number 90, Predestination. Number 90. Sperig Brothers. For me, is Christopher Columbus Nolan's Inception. Uh, 89, Hail Caesar. 89, High Flying Bird. 88, Her. 88, Avengers Endgame. 
87 Paddington 87 The Farewell 86 Ant-Man and the Wasp 86 Iron Man and the 3 Iron Man 3 85 Patterson 85 The Crowning Gem in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Captain America Civil War 84, the crowning gem of the Neil Young Cinematic Universe. Paradise. <laughs> that was that would have if if you hadn't made me cut off my uh, bottom my 268 films, we would have talked about it more. But you forced me to do it. Wait, it's not in your top ten. Uh, sorry, spoilers. To my number 84 is Edgar Wright's Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. His best film. 83, Paddington 2. 83, Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. 82, I Am Not Your Negro. 82, God Help the Girl. 81, Shirkers. 81, It Follows. 80, Submarine. 80, Richard Ayoade. Why Don't You Play in Hell by Sion Sono. 79, Captain Marvel. 39, The Social Network. Soderbergh again. Logan Lucky, 78 for me. 78 for me. D. Reese's Pariah. That's how you pronounce that word. 77, The Coen Brothers' True Grit. 77, Can You Ever Forgive Me? 76, Gone Girl. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy six, the film that uh, film that you just talked about, Paddington. Seventy, like what it should be is I say seventy five, then you have to shout out what accent I have to say the no, film in. Just, just come on. All right. Seventy five, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Seventy five, Steven Sondheim, Spielberg, Soderbergh, Logan Lucky. Uh, <laughs> Seventy four, The Big Sick. 74, Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk. 73, maybe should be a bit lower because I, I can't remember almost anything about it. Shame by Steve McQueen. <laughs> I thought that was pretty low on my list. 73 for me, Paddington 2. 72, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Wow. 72 for me, another Mission Impossible film. Can you guess which one? Rogue Nation. No, we already, I already said that one. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that the only one left? Yep. Uh, okay. 71 maybe should be low because, again, I can't remember anything about it. Killing them softly. <laughs> you just wanted to boost the Australian part. Andrew Dominic, is that his name? Yep. <laughs> cool. Uh, 71 for me. I just want to point out that anything lower than 80, I, or I'd say lower than 100. My top 100 are films that I genuinely love. I think. Your top 100? Yeah. Your, I assume that's like your top three or something like that. Yes. Thirty <laughs> <laughs> um, one for me is The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. 70 for me, Margin Call. <laughs> yeah. All right. 70 for me, Knives Out. 69, what do we... What, <laughs> what do we do in the shadows? What do we do in the shadows? 69, what we do in the shadows. 69 for me is Shane Black's 
Incredibly enjoyable. The nice the guys. Oh. Uh, 68, the death of Stalin. 68 for me, Olivier Asayas's Carlos. 67, Rocket Man! <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> 67, Blade Runner 2049. 66, Yesterday. 66, The Clint Eastwood. Great film. The mule. Now it seems Let's go. No, no, no time for bits. Let's go on. 65. 65. 65. Oh, uh, 65. Here's the inimitable The Princess Switch. <laughs> uh, 65 for me is the Nicolas Cage vehicle, Mandy. 64. Only lovers left alive. 64 for me is Nicholas Winnie Ruffin's The Neon Demon. 63, Vada by Agnes. 63, David Fincher's Gone Girl. 62, Crazy Rich Asians. 62, Jordan Peele's very enjoyable directorial debut, Get Out. 61, Solo, A Star Wars Story. 61, Her Smell, A Star Wars Story. Number 60, Captain America, Civil War. 60 for me is Guy Madden's The Green Fog. 59, Interstellar. 59, on my list I got Lady Bird. 58, Top End Wedding. Getting into the good stuff now. Yeah, <laughs> you sure? 58 for me is the Luca Gattadingo's Suspiria remake. Ah, oh, just enjoying that. Sea breeze. Uh, sea breeze. Uh, 57. Uh, poop, a bird just pooped all over your face. Oh, god damn. Now you gotta Cue eat sound it. Now you gotta eat 57. it. 57. Com- <laughs> 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 Best episode ever. Uh, <laughs> 57. 57 Nicholas Winding Reference Drive. Mm. 57 for me is Evangelion 3.33. You can not redo. Cannot. Uh, 56, no, Joe Cornish's The Kid Who Would Be King. 56, Personal Shopper. 55, Black Panther. 55, I got here, Koganada's Columbus. 54, Scott Pilgrim vs. Zivald. 54, I got Miranda Johai's The Future. A very twee film, but I think one that is very good. It is a very good. Okay, no, no, no. Just let's like the film uh, 53, Lupa. 53 for me is Johnny Toe's mainland Chinese film, Drug War. 52, The World's End. 52, I got The Bling Ring. Uh, 51? No, please stop doing this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fucking kill out. you. Gonna, get out! <laughs> I'm gonna beat you to death. I'm gonna turn the podcast. I'm gonna delete my audio. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out, get out mate. <laughs> get out, mate. Get out, mate. <laughs> the famous Australian greeting. 
Good night, bye. Good night, bye. 51. Moon Rice Kingdom. 50. La La Land. 50 for me. Shut up. It's another Luka. I already did it, so. It's another Luka Guadadingo film. I'm probably mispronouncing that. I don't care. Call me by your name. That Badadingo ain't my baby. Jesus Christ. The fuck is happening to you? Come on. Come on. Go. I'm waiting for you. It's your turn. You no, it's your turn. Call. I said call What's me by your name. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Francis Ha, 49. 49 for me is uh, Hideaki Anno's Shin Godzilla. We're deep within the top 50 now. Uh, 48, Tinker Taylor. Soldier Spy. I was sure that was bad. It's fine. Uh, 48 for me. <laughs> wow. Why is it so high then? Because it's fine. We're into the it's fine. <laughs> no, no. We're, we're in the good movie section. No, it's uh, fine. 48 for me. David Mitchell's Under the Silver Lake. Uh, 47. Like someone in love. Do you hear that? I'm quoting your own song. Madeline's Madeline. 46. If Beale Street could talk. 46, I got here. Shinya Tuskamoto's Killing. 45, to all the boys I've loved before. <laughs> uh, 45, I have um, uh, Damien Chadell's Very Great First Man. A film that I'm surprised you haven't talked about, or maybe you haven't, I've just forgotten. Yeah, I don't know where First Man is. Maybe <laughs> I didn't log it. That's that's how I feel about Soul Illustrated Star Wars Story. Because <laughs> I feel like it would be here by now. Yeah. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's number one. 44. The Handmaiden. 44, I have Shane Carruth's Upstream Color. 43, I have Spider-Man Homecoming. 44 for me is... Or 43, rather. Is Bernardo, or Bertrand Benello's Nakarama. 42, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Upsetting Homecoming. 42, I, ha- I have written here... Shutter Island. Survey says, 41, The Other Side of the Wind. 41, I have, it, it says here on the screen, that it is a former Martin Scorsese collaborator, Paul Schrader's First Reform. 40, Mad Max Fury Road. 40, I have here, is David Cronenberg's Exemplary Cosmopolis. Uh, 39, I have Chris Morris's Four Lions. 39. 39, I got Zhajan Keys, Ash is purest white. 38, I have Shane Black's The Nice Guys. 38, I got Andrew Bojolowski's Support the Girls. 37, I have Columbus. 37, I have the Safdie Brothers, very recently released Uncut Gems. 36, I have Harmonium. So, uh, 36, I got Michael Mann's Black Hat. Uh, 35, Under the Silver Lake. 35 for me is Shoplifters, the recent Palme d'Or winning Shoplifters. Uh, 34 is the theme of this episode, The Endless. <laughs> the, yes. 34 I have here, Nicholas Winding Refn's Drive. Uh, 33 for me, Anomalisa. 33 for me, I got 
Alex Ross Perry's masterfully done The Color Wheel. 32, Inherent Vice. 32, I have Barry Jenkinson's Moonlight. Barry Jenkinson? Barry <laughs> Jenkinson's. Ah. <laughs> uh, 31, The Social Network. 31, I have here Burning. 30, I have Peter Strickland's In Fabric. 30, I have The Lost City of. Z. Z, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, 29, I have This Is Not A Film, oh, I've got to take it off the yeah, list. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta write to the uh. This Is A Film on there. 29, I have Meek's Cutoff. Cali Records, great, Western. 28, I have The Irishman. Yeah. 28, I have The Irish Handmaiden. <laughs> <laughs> the Handmaiden. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that was a film. No, I'm sure it is. Uh, 27, I've got Mission Impossible Fallout. 27, I've got The Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> Getting close now. 26, I have The Guard. The what? Oh, The Guard. The guard. Uh, that shitty movie. 26, yep. 26, I got Ryan Johnson, Sublime, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Uh, 25, I have Claire Denise, Let the Sunshine In. Mm, 25, I have not Claire Denise, Uncle Boomy, you can recall his past lives. <laughs> I, uh, number 24, I have Alex Ross Perry's Listen Up, Philip. Number 24, I have Christian Petzold's Transit. Not Transit, Phoenix. <laughs> I have Phoenix. 24 is Phoenix. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 23, I have God Help the Girl. 43, I spoiled the surprise for this one already. It's transit. <laughs> <laughs> so you like it more than Phoenix. Interesting. Just just a bit more. But they're both really good. Uh, 22, I have Barry Jenkins' Moonlight. 22, I have Paul Verhoeven's very uh, noxious film, L. Uh, 21, Before Midnight. 21, I got written here. This is not a film. Before Midnight. Fuck you. Oh, I've got to take that out too. Fuck you. Damn, this is not made a... that mistake. What the fuck? Before Midnight. Fuck off. <laughs> it's pretty good. No, it's not. Don't lie to me. Maybe it is. I don't know. I liked one scene. <laughs> and that qualifies it for being better than Moonlight in your eyes. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> okay. Well, Moonlight oh, is like it. a midnight film, so before midnight should be <laughs> before up. that. Let's let's get on with it. Uh, number twenty, another Joe Cornish classic, Attack the Block. <laughs> We're in the top Christ. twenty now. <laughs> oh boy, uh, my number twenty is Alex Ross Perry's Listen Up, Philip. Attack the Block is good. You should watch it. Yeah, fuck off. But it's terrible. Number nineteen, represent Australia, Sweet Country. Number nineteen, I got represent Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Madden's The Forbidden Room. Uh, number 18, The Tree of Life. Number 18, I got here, Quentin Tarantino's Masterful, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> number 17, Ryan Johnson's Knives Out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's 
good stuff. We're happy with that. <laughs> I like that you you've you've gotten it. You you violated the the sanctity of your best of twenty nineteen list. Have I? Yeah. Because oh. In Fabric was your second favorite film of last year. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've made a arithmetic error. <laughs> Too late to correct that now. Yeah, motherfucker. Anyway. Number 17 for me is Claude oh, Landsman. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really look at it. Oh, too late. Too late. Claude Landsman's documentary right. film, The Karski Report. People change. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, number 16, Atlantics. Number 16, I got Like Someone in Love. Like Someone in Love. Yep. Number 15, Inside Lewin Davis. Number 15, I got Martin Scorsese's Silence. Number 14, Uncle Boon Me, who can recall his past lives. Number 14, I have Let the Sunshine In. Number 13, Call Me By Your Name. Number 13, I got a film that I, I bet you would assume would be in my top one or two. But it's not. It's The Tree of Life. Mm. Number 12, An Elephant Sitting Still. Number 12, I got Kelly Reichardt's Certain Women. Number 11, a film you trashed earlier in the episode, <laughs> Tony Erdman. <laughs> yeah, boring, unfunny film. <laughs> uh, I don't find it boring. It's fucky shit. Fucky shit. That's what it is. No, it's not that bad. It's just a little dull. Overlong. I like the length. Come on, admit that, admit that it's overlong. No, I like the length. I no, come on, do. come on. Admit, admit that it could be condensed a little bit. That it could be con- no, no no I I think the length yeah is yeah one you of the know, come on come on no 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 you have to you have to admit it could be you could cut a couple minutes out of it it'd be better no 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 you have to admit that no you have to how she you simply have to okay anyways my number eleven is uh, aforementioned already on your lists at Astra I don't know what's in my top ten I'm going to be excited to find <laughs> out Jesus Christ what's your number ten my friend we're in the top ten we are we're almost done. Oh, by the way, we're not going to do a combined list. I'm sitting down seat right now. Yes, we are. No, we're not. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to turn off that episode. <laughs> you fucking coward. We're doing a combined list. Yeah, we could do a combined 20 or something like that. But I'm not going to do it. No, we're do doing it. a combined list. Me. You can't make me. You just have to read through it. Because we've listed all the films already. I'm so not going to do it. Speed I'm not going to do, do it. Fuck you I'm are. so tired. I'm so tired. Fuck you are. No, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. How will the world know what the combined fucking coward? Do the math themselves. Uh, number ten is Phoenix. Hmm. Okay, number ten is. Uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like every top ten of any year of any decade, you have to have one film that, if you were to argue with someone about it, you could you can't really defend it. Do you think you, you agree with me on that? Yes. And this one is a film that I'm obsessed with. <laughs> A film I saw in theaters. Uh, oh, why film... is everything so big? <laughs> well, I, I have a way to make it smaller, <laughs> which is if you downsize it. But <laughs> <laughs> we're taking it to the decade is, is downsizing. <laughs> that was not rehearsed. <laughs> um, a truly wonderful film. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, my number nine is the Better McDonough's film, uh-huh. Calvary. I couldn't care less. 
You haven't seen it? Yeah, I don't give a shit. It looked bad. My number I'd nine. Say it's the number ninth best film of the decade. My number. Well, you already ranked my tenth and my ninth already fairly low, so I know how you feel about them. Fuck you. It's, my number nine is Barry Jenkins's If Bill Street Could Talk. Hmm. I didn't rank it that low. Yeah, you ranked it pretty low. I gave that a respectable ranking. No, it was like 90 something. It was not like 90 something. Hey, look it up. It was 46. That's <laughs> like 90 something, basically. Come on. Okay, compared to Bylas, if you were to transpose your list onto Bylas, it'd be 90 something. That'd be pretty high. 46 on mine would be even higher. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, what's your number Fuck eight? You. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. My number eight is a film that when I rewatched it, I was like, yeah, maybe this is not that good. <laughs> Is Shane Carruth's Upstream Color. <laughs> wow, I, I think this is the, the decade where you realize that you don't like film. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I remember it made a big impact on me when I first saw it. I thought it was a really enjoyable cinema experience and a really um, good one. Maybe it's better Maybe it's better in the theaters. Um, so I don't really want to, like trash it by saying like it, it doesn't hold up after a couple of viewings but um i'm going to respect the fact that it was a, a, a good cinema experience my number eight is a film that you already talked about and ranked really well because you're a piece of shit which is the grand booty best hotel i'm kind of softening on that to be honest i think i like it more it's a great great now. film it's a great film uh my number seven greta gerwig's ladybird my number seven is Nobuhiku Obayashi's Hanagatami. What's that? It's it's an anti-war film directed by the guy who did House. I think I might maybe vaguely remember you talking about it. Yeah, I did talk about it in the podcast. It's a really moving film. Um, number six perhaps explained why I was happy to let um, In Fabric drop a little bit. Mm, Duke of Burgundy. Duke of Burgundy. I spoiled it. <laughs> Alright, my number six is Paul Thomas Anderson's very enjoyable stoner comedy film, Inherent Vice. Uh, what are we up to? My number, number five, five. Hey, we're is... On our, we're in our top five. We're it's in our top moment. five. It's a big moment. We gotta get our Ooh, champagne ready. Uh, enjoy the beach. <laughs> we gotta get our champagne Seagulls. ready. Do you want me to get a drink? We should get. We should have a drink. This. I don't have any more alcohol, though. So. Oh, then I won't drink either. I could. I, I could. No. I could. I can make some. I can mix some rum and some blood orange juice. Me too. I'll do okay, that let's, too. Let's do that. Let's do that. All right. Take five in order to get to the top five.
It took you forever. Yeah, I made a weird drink with like leftover tonic water what? and then squeeze of blood orange to rum. You, we're going to make the same drink. Yuck. Got some nuts. That seems, that seems about right. That seems like the, the way we want to ring out the decade. You got some nuts. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's let's do our top fives. You ready? I already ate my snack. Whose turn is it? Your turn. Do number five. All right. Good chewing noises. We are by the beach. It is the holidays. Yeah, yeah. We gotta be fucking swabs. My number five is Ryusuke Hamaguchi's Asako One and Two. A film that I intended to see, but I didn't see it. It's on my hard drive. So, my number five is Hayao Miyazaki's The Wind Rises. Mm. <laughs> now we're going to get some truly wacky choices from yours, Troy. My number four is I Am Not a Witch. My number four is the equally powerful... Parents Mouth directed film. Knight of Cups. Wait, you ranked that higher than Tree of Life. <laughs> I did. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna explain why. <laughs> but I did. My number three. My top three films of the decade. Number three. Mm. Hard to be a god. My number three is a film that you had at a hundred and something, hundred and thirty something, if memory serves. <laughs> you guess what it is? I don't know. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh wow! A brilliant film. What do you um, got? Um, my number two is a. Filmed by a director I mentioned very recently. Mm. Ryusuke Hamaguchi's Happy Hour. My number two favorite film of the 2010s. Wow. Well, I Isn't that a surprise? Have... What is number one going to be? I, have, I truly have no idea. Mm. Can you guess what my number two is? I can't think anymore. <laughs> It's number two is a film that I spent the last six months writing a 60-page thesis about. <laughs> and for that reason, I have to put it on here. Which is... Mm -hmm. Orson Welles' belatedly completed The Other Side of the Wind. Hugh, mm. what, pray tell, is your... Of the entire decade. Can you guess? <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> no, that's on my list. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of films that you like. Uh, you already talked about Atlantics. You already did your number one from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's a film from 2014. 2014? What the fuck are you going to be seeing in 2014? <laughs> uh, um, 
Let me I'll think. give you some I cast members, yeah. and then you can guess yeah, it. Yeah, right? if you give me one cast member, I'll, I'm sure I'll get it. Michael Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Michael Shannon. Michael Showater? <laughs> no, Michael Shannon. Um, Michael Shannon. <laughs> give me another one. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, you ready? <laughs> Nora yep. Jones. <laughs> well, I play very nice in 2014. You want you want another name? If you're doing a bit, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to Australia and beat you. It's not a bit. It's not a bit. I promise you. Randall uh, Park. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. From The Walking Dead. Yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> Keep on going. Um, Kobe Smulders from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have no idea. Give me some more names. Give me the director. Okay. I'm not giving you the director. What? Give you another name. <laughs> sure. Uh, Melanie Linsky. <laughs> Melanie Linsky. <laughs> what what film could possibly have on the, this this cast of thousands in it? <laughs> Mm. Bill Hader. <laughs> um, uh, this is forty. <laughs> Was he in This Is Forty? Where I invented that. Adam Scott. <laughs> John Stamos. <laughs> I I don't know. I'll get closer to the main <laughs> cast. Um. Amy Poehler. Uh-huh. Paul Rudd. They came together? Yes! He got it. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Not kidding you. Well, I, I, I fucking elect to do a podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. That That is my favorite film of the 2010s. Uh, well, you haven't seen that's it. That's you can't choice. That's, that's true. I haven't seen it. You're right. It is the choice. It is the only choice. That's not true, because I made, a different, I, made a di- I, made, I made a different choice. It's a film you already talked about. It has three cast members, basically. It's a film that you don't like that much. But it's a film that has haunted me since I've seen it. Can you guess what it is? Um, three cast members. I mean, pretty much. There are other people what, who are in it. What year? Uh, 2017. 2017? Yeah. Hmm. It's a film that I saw twice in theaters. Hmm. Once digitally projected, once in 70 millimeter. 70 millimeter? Yep. Well, that's a clue. It was not shot in 70 millimeter. 
Ah, okay. But it was. For whatever reason, they released this print in 70mm. I don't know why. They shot in 35, I think. Some American film? Um. Sort of. Sort of. Give me a clue. Okay, let me th I'm going to think of a good one. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Clifford? No. I feel like because we watched it in the 2010s, it qualifies. <laughs> I mean, Clifford's obviously the, the film of the decade. Yeah, the film of all decades. That's, yeah, it's the greatest film. Um, hmm, what's a good non-giveaway clue? I'm trying to think. The director. No. I feel like if I say any of the cast members, well, maybe you wouldn't get it, but you just wouldn't know who they are. Besides the main one. Mm. Uh, okay, it's an American filmmaker. I knew that. Uh, it's a writer-director. Of course. And it's a period piece. Phantom Thread? That's it. The best film of the decade. Possibly my favorite film of all time. I know the other cast members. Lindsay Manville and Vicky Kreps. I know Leslie Manville. So you I knew one Vicky of the others. You knew one of yeah. the other cast members. Yeah. I would have got it from Leslie Manville if I didn't already get it. Well, you didn't, so... I knew it was Paul Thomas Anderson for some reason, and then I forgot that film existed briefly. <laughs> <laughs> it was on your list, so... I know. <laughs> but, well, because you're a piece of shit. I was thinking, like, I know it's not The Master, because you mentioned that. Yeah. Maybe that I, I don't like, really... There's another Paul Thomas Anderson film. I don't have that much fondness for. And honestly, I don't really love Paul Thomas Anderson that much, but I do love Phantom Thread, and I do love Inherent Vice. So, maybe that means I love Paul Thomas Anderson, too. But all those other films I can take your week besides Boogie Nights. I think it's fair to say that you do like him. I like his last two films. But pretty much all his other films I'm indifferent towards. Except for The Master is okay. And Boogie Nights is good. I'm a fan of Thread. My favorite film of the decade. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Should we uh, discuss what we're going to do next time? You don't want to compile these this together? No, because what, what's it going to be? We don't have Great. enough. We're not going to have enough similarities. Yeah, that's probably interesting. The number one is just going to be the tie for. I think we should do it. We have to uh, do it's it. Gonna take, like, really it's going to take forever. It's going to take forever to calculate. If you send it to me, I'll do it quicker than you. Fuck you. Hey, fine, fine. Or, or if you can do it quicker, you can do it. I'm having. I don't care. No, no, no. You, if you say you can do it really fast. No, I don't want to do it. I don't know why I said that. 
<laughs> What'd you say? I'll, I'll try. Send it to me. Oh my god. I don't even know how I'm supposed to send it to you. It's gonna take forever. It don't took us so long to read through If you have it. a list with one to, and make it one to one hundred, then you just reverse the or hundred to one. That's all you need to do. I don't even if know you how have to the list I don't in order. Do I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. If you have the list in order, I can put it in my spreadsheet and sort it all out. Easy. I don't want to do it. <laughs> it's almost 12 o'clock. Send it to me. Oh, I Just hate send you. me your list. I hate you. First you were late. You didn't even make the drink the right way. I made it the right way. No, you didn't. You should have went out and bought a blender. No, no, I, like it worked. It did what it was supposed to do. It worked too well, almost. No, no. You just didn't give me proper instructions about be careful about how you blend it. Only do it a couple I, I of give, pulses. I give you, I give you plenty. I give you plenty of instructions. No, you just said blend it. No, you no, didn't no. Say like, I didn't. I didn't think I. No, shut up. I didn't think I'd have to give you any more <laughs> instructions because you said that you had a mini blender, which seems like the type of thing that I have. No, but I've never crushed ice before. Yeah, I don't. I, you, that was not, that's not something that has ever been that you implied to me at all. That I've what? Yeah, that's not something that you you convey to me at all. I say it like every day. No, you don't. You don't say anything. <laughs> okay, hurry up and compile. Do this list real quick so I can go to. Have you sent it to me? Yes. Oh, you did. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is a mistake. On the, all right. Oh, you sent it on Twitter. Jesus Christ. How am I supposed to send it to you? All right, I can do it from here. Yeah, no, let's not. Let's not do it. Let's not do it. I'm done. No, no, no. It'll, be, it'll take two seconds. Seriously. No, I'm done. It's gonna take more than two seconds to read it all out. Come on. It's, it's getting there. No, it's not. It is. I've just paced my listen to my program. Okay, I'm going to get, get a snack. Um, so you cut off the, your bottom 10, so we'll just do top 58, 258. Great. Right? Okay. You just send it to me? Yeah. Give me one second. I'm just deleting my bottom 10. <laughs> Come on. 
<laughs> this is not as easy as I thought it would be. No, of course it's not. <laughs> because you, I mean, you have numbers on yours. So the titles aren't going to match up. Let's not do it. Uh, let's just not do it. Alright. Project A plus that was Project A plus Project A plus that was Project A plus. Project A plus featuring the both of us Project A plus now it's time to say Thanks very much Please stay in touch Otherwise we might lose the will to fight Then we'll close down our website go make another show now we have to say goodbye hope you get that dream job maybe meet a handsome guy we pray to god that you'll find happiness before